The Pat Miller Program, from the windows, doors, and more studio. Your one-stop shop for all your kitchen and bath remodeling needs on WOWO, 1190 AM, 107.5 FM. Depend on it. Hi, everybody. Welcome back. It is the Pat Miller Program. Uh, glad you guys are with us. We're going to talk to uh, uh, Abigail Lorenzen uh, just about a half an hour from now, right after the, the 530 news. And it, you guys that are here in the studio with me, you're going to see something amazing at 530 if you're still here. He'll do his 530 news, and then somewhere around 538, it's like they strap a retro rocket to his back, and Ian is down the hall and out of here in a heartbeat. Is that not right? Yes, that's right. See him shaking his head, yes? Uh, yeah. Yes. yeah. Sitting on, off my left elbow here in the newsmaker chair, the treasurer for the state of Indiana, Dan Elliott. Mr. Treasurer, welcome to the program. Hey, Pat. I'm happy to be here. Thanks yeah. for the invite. When, when did I see you last? Was it... When you were with me at the, was it at the uh, Grand Wayne Center? Was that yes, that was it. There, uh, you, um, there was the the great Steve Shine and the the Bean Dinner, the Uh, Allen County Bean Dinner. And yep. uh, the, and you were busy talking to everybody, and I was busy trying to find food. <laughs> Which is amazing. You're lucky I had a whole bunch of people I had to talk to, because if I also was trying to find food, you would have found none. Ah, okay, I'm just telling I'm, you. See, there, there was a distractions. Yep. They, they were distractions. So, midnight, January the 1st, you become treasurer of the state of Indiana. Uh, you took your oath a few days before, so mm-hmm. if anything happened, it was all taken care of. You, right. did, you did an honorary one, like on the 9th or something. But January 1, you're the treasurer. Everything you thought it would be, a little bigger of a headache than you thought it would be. So what's going on? Uh, I have told everybody, you know, I am literally having the time of my life. Uh, it is, uh, yes, there, it was everything I thought I would be a lot of work. But, you know, I'm a country boy. I'm not afraid of work. Yeah. And uh, But it's also amazing because when you realize the impact you get to have on people's lives. The treasurer's office, most people don't realize this. While we do do things like collect the taxes for the state, make sure we hold those, invest those properly, you know, the boring things, we also get to do other things, too. Uh, I am the chair of the 911 board. Literally. Is that right? That is right. The state 911 board. I literally just came from Huntington County, where the first 911 call in the country was made. Is that right? Yes. I've lived here 50 years. I didn't know that. Yes. It was made back in the 60s. And uh, they have it in what used to be an abbey. And so the 911 center, now, you know, whether it's good for government or not, I'm going to let you know I'm a fairly religious guy. So a very religious guy, actually. I was served as a missionary even. But it's right underneath the sanctuary. The 911 center is literally underneath the sanctuary. Well, you're in pretty good company then. Very good company. The uh, the um, and the the work that that Tom Walls and Tim Allen, who are uh, Tom Walls is the commissioner there, and Tim Allen is the uh, uh, director for the nine one one center there. They're just absolutely amazing. I got to tell you this. Got to tell you this. Okay. So I get there, and he sh- and he is showing off these um, you know just all the technology, these amazing tables and chairs that he bought for the comfort of his staff because they are there many, many hours. He's just trying to make sure that they have all the tools they need. Then afterwards, as we're talking in the middle of this 911 center, a 911 call comes. So he says, hey, let's take it to my office. We don't want to disturb them. So we walk into his office and it is bare bone particle furniture, a beat up old chair that had to be as old as my my daughter. And I and I said to him, Tim, You've done all this and to make sure the people you work for are comfortable, that they have the top of the line, best technology so that they can serve the people, the community. And your desk is a particle board desk and your chair is 20 years old. 
That is leadership right yeah. there. Well, and that's called also righteous priorities, is yes. what that is, to make sure that everything's right. Uh, these two guys that are with you, that work with you, what are, what are their first names and what positions do they hold with you? Mike is our director of intergovernmental, intergovernmental affairs okay. and uh, also the director for the board for depositories. Okay. And Avi here is the uh, is our legislative director and my, my deputy general counsel. Oh, is that right? Yep. Now, when you come to places like Fort Wayne, who's driving? Me. Is that why you guys have that look on your face? Because they came in, their eyes were sh- shaking, you know, and Avi kind of looked at me like, please don't make me go back in that car. So, uh, well, we're on the air here. I'm not going to say how fast I drove. <laughs> well, I will tell you this. I, one time I gave a speech. Sometimes groups are very, very, very um, needy, and they'll have me come and give their speech. And I spoke one time, and I think I was up in Angola, Indiana, and big crowd, about 300 people, and... I was running late because when we booked it, I thought I was booking for a Saturday, and I booked for a Friday. Well, I get off at 6, hmm? and the event started at 6.30, oh, wow. and I'm supposed to speak at 7. So I come in, and the event has started. No dinner because they're all eating, and I didn't get there. So I got up to give the speech and everything, and I said, I, I just got to ask you guys. I said, because this might matter. I said, you guys realize I've only been off the air for about 50 minutes, and I'm here. I said, "Are there? there's no police officers or sheriffs in the crowd. You cannot believe how many hands went up. And Uh so I said, well, uh, when we do prayer at the end of the event, I'm sneaking out the back door because i got to get out of here. So what are you working on going forward in your department? I mean, what is the thing? There's a lot of stuff you have your hands in. What is it that really has your attention right now, and you really want to make some headway on that thing? Well, uh, that issue is something we just uh, had our hearing with uh, on yesterday. Uh, As many people may know, the... uh, you have a lot of woke corporations who have decided and woke banks who have decided, you know what, we we can't get through the democratic process, the, the policies we want to put in place for finance. Right. And what I mean by finance, what they mean is instead of a investment fund or instead of banks looking at strictly financial criteria, they want to look at woke policies. It's called ESG, stands yep. For, yep. for Environmental Social Governance. And you think about this for a second. Here's how I first found out about this issue. Very first time, I, I didn't know what the term ESG meant. I would just start a campaign, just began my campaign, and I stopped off at a gun shop. And it, well, let me explain this. I actually was looking for ice cream. I was uh, in, in a gun shop. Well, it, I, I mean, that's I, where I would go. I was in, actually, I didn't know this at the time. I was in Terre Haute. I said, hey, where's an ice cream shop in Terre Haute, Indiana? And somebody said, oh, it's right over, you know, in the point where the, where the ice cream shop is. I walk in, and this ice cream shop is in Top Gun gun shop and gun range. Now, this old country boy was in heaven. I was like. So they're in the same place. They're in the same place, owned by the same people, the same family. Ian, One brother. And we have to go on the road. We have to do a program down in Terre Haute. Okay. <laughs> One 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 part of the family owns the ice cream shop. The other part of the family owns the gun shop. You gotta wonder who has the upper hand. Okay, uh, if 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 you don't straighten up, I'm going to grab a 45. If you don't straighten up, you've had your last rocky road. Okay? That's <laughs> that. You know, that's the beautiful thing about families. You balance each other out. <laughs> yeah. But I will tell you this: I was in heaven, and so as I started talking to the gun owner, uh, the owner of the gun shop, and we were chatting and and just going, you know. Uh, explaining what I was running for, and he was showing off his, his store, he started to unpack something I, that had never occurred to me and didn't know about. And that was, 
he had actually had a bank hold his money and not give it to him. And, they, and he said, why? Well, because you're a gun dealer. Like, that's a bad word because he has a... This is a family-owned gun shop. Well, and, and owning a gun shop is not illegal. No, it is not. It is far from it. And he's been... And it's a very successful gun shop. This is not a small little gun shop. It's a very large gun store with a great gun range, everything. And so... It, so then he thought, well, gosh, this is crazy, right? So he went to go find another bank to deal with. They wouldn't have him because he was a gun shop. And then another one and another one. Finally, he eventually did find one. But then he said, you, you need to understand, this is an issue. And I'm like, what? And I'm thinking, wow. And, and then it occurred to me, do I, can I even do anything about this? Because I'm running for treasurer, I'm not running for governor. Right. And as I started to unpack this, I started to see that this was also taking place on in how companies were investing money. Okay. Now, one thing I am in charge of because yep. that my role is the chief investment officer is how the state invests money. And then we start to see that there are companies that we that we're investing with that are following these these um, negative policies that that affect any company that's in in the energy sector like coal, like oil. The agricultural business, right? They're they're trying to push an agenda, and some of these companies are so large. When I say large, larger economies than most countries, that they get to dictate yep. to others yep. how they will do things. So, looking at that, I suddenly said, "Wait a minute!" You know, as a guy who's running for treasurer, I, I just basic Friedman economics tells you what is in the best financial interest of. The people who are who are saving for their retirements—that's where we have to focus. Now, once I won this election, I'm on the board of what's called Inpers, which is the uh, Indiana Public Retirement um, Service. It is designed for people for people who are state employees who have sacrificed their 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 whole life working for the state. And I, I just I cannot stand still and say, "Hey, what? Wait a minute. We're going to use other criteria that aren't." just basic dollars and cents yeah. because if sure if you're a billionaire you can afford to take a hit you know oh i i made 1.9 billion this year instead of 2.3 billion good for you doesn't affect your lifestyle but a person who has worked and sacrificed their entire life to yep. work for the state like a state trooper should never ever have to get to the point where they have to choose between do i pay my electricity this month or do i pay for my medicine this month yeah yeah, the, we are driving ourselves down roads that I can't believe we're going down. I mean, what we're fighting right now, I grew up in Indianapolis, okay? Uh, I just had my 50th class reunion just this last fall, thank you very much, which means I'm slightly older than dirt. Um, but, but when I was growing up in Indianapolis, some of the issues that we're fighting now and some of the things that our young people are being taught and that they hear, I don't know what planet I'm on. And being taught that if you if you love God, if you love your country more than just going to the Olympics, but you love your country, if you have patriotic blood that runs through your veins, if you care about you, your family, and your neighbor, if that's who you are, you're a freak anymore. Yeah. I mean, you're, you're an absolute freak, in it, and I can't stand it. I'm getting really tired of it. And, and somebody said, well, if we're not really careful, we might head for a civil war. I said, no, if we're not careful, we will be in a civil war, and it's going to be ugly. It's going to be very ugly because there's certain things I don't give up on. 
You know, yep. my flag, my freedom, my God, my family. I just I don't give up on them, and I, I think we need to get a handle on that. So, as far as like ESG and stuff like that, how do you think things are in the fight? I mean, where where do you think things are going? Like, for example, with your office, hmm. the stands you can take and the things you can do. Well, the good thing is my office can t- take a stand. In fact, we did uh, Representative Ethan Manning right. uh, from the Cass County area. He uh, uh, he is the one who is authoring this bill. It's, uh, it's uh, House Bill 10, 1008. and they, uh, Ethan and his team, uh, they are working really hard on trying to make sure this bill is is right, that, that it protects um, our state, that it protects our employees, but also that we, that we don't do anything that puts us in financial peril. And so we have some great legislators who are just doing yeoman's work. Uh, like I said, I cannot say enough about Representative Manning and the good work he's doing, because if you understand how the policy, on how our government works, and it's exactly how it should work, our General Assembly sets the policy, sets the law. We, as the executive office holders, we implement and administer those laws. So I really had no tool. I have no tools in my toolbox to protect us from ESG. But if this bill passes, then I will. Yeah. So you're, what you're saying is, is because you're a public servant and you're part of an administration, if something is the law, it's your duty to make sure that that law is executed and executed properly. Absolutely. Okay. Do, do you have any inclination where you want to write that down and share that with the Biden administration? <laughs> because I'm, I'm not sure. I, I, su- I suspect the Biden administration has a different philosophy on these things. Yeah. In fact, I don't only, only, not only do I suspect that, I know that because they actually have tried to implement the exact opposite. They are trying to force... Uh, pu- uh, you, uh, federal retirement funds to practice ESG. Yeah, and and none of that makes sense. I mm-hmm. mean, it, it just doesn't. When I'm starting to listen to people like Elon Omar and Adam Schiff, uh, and those are the people that are trying to direct my conscience, there's something wrong with the world here a little bit. Uh, and how dare you take me off that committee? You're only the Speaker of the House. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I, I know. Didn't, yeah, they, didn't they do that themselves? Oh, no. See, no, no. You oh, bought into count? the false oh, premise. Yeah, there you go. Well, listen, thank you for stopping by. Thank you. Now, I have to ask you this because uh-huh. it's my job to interrogate. Now, from here, it's almost 530. Mm-hmm. Now, you're going somewhere. I am. And it starts at 6. Right. Sir, where are you going? And I need you to be honest and speak directly into the mic. Where is oh. it you're going? Okay, well, my good friend Lana Keesling. Yep. Is uh, is running uh, uh, running for re-election for clerk treasurer in the right. city of Fort Wayne, right. and uh, you know sometimes in these offices you have to make sacrifices. I want to hear this. Oh, and, and and I'm making a big sacrifice. I have to be the judge for the chili cook-off. You're kidding. Oh, I know it's awful, but you know I, I you know I, in in my attempt to be a good public service, uh-huh. I will come eat chili. In fact. I've only eaten a bowl of cereal all day so that I can be prepared you're, for all this chilling. You're not wanting any whining or anything, are you? I mean, you're not just expecting me to say, oh, I'm really sorry you only had a bowl well, of cereal. To, just, just, to, just to you know, point this out, though, the chili is really just an excuse. The, chili is an excuse. An excuse. Because? What I'm really looking forward to is after the chili, because Lana Kiesling makes the most amazing brownies, and I am going to have Lana Kiesling's brownies after the chili. So no matter if the chili's good or bad, I know I will end my day with some of the most amazing brownies in the state of Indiana. You guys write this down over there. If I was at the chili cook-off, 
Okay, it would be followed by the most amazing burp competition that ever happened. Because that's got some possibilities. Because that's where I'd be. So brownies, brownies, and you've had them before. I, 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 I've had them before, and I am driving halfway across the state. I'm a Southern Indiana boy, so I've driven halfway across the state of Indiana just for Lana Keesling's brownie. Okay, now, and I'm saying this because I think she knew you were going to be on the program today, and Uh-oh. she's getting ready in half an hour. So, Lana, darling, sweetheart. I expect some brownies. Okay, I don't know how you're going to get them to me, but sometime between now and Monday, I expect some Lana Keesling brownies. Because if she doesn't, and I, I hate threats because I think that they're cheap, but I will run for city clerk. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, like I would get a vote, okay? The only way I could win for city clerk is if I was in Fort Wayne and I was running for city clerk of Des Moines, okay? That, that's how they would do that. Thank you very much for coming by. Thank you for the time. You, you and your compadres there, uh, Don Elliott, or Dan Elliott, who's the uh, treasurer for the state of Indiana, and doing a really nice job. Check out House Bill 1008. Look it up. It's the bill put forward by Manning. I think it's kind of important. And somebody is stepping up in Indiana and saying, woke might be good for somebody. We're not sure it's good for Hoosiers. Podcasts by Federated Media.